0: The book of Job chapter 13. My eyes have seen all this, my ears have heard and understood it. What you know I also know. I am not inferior to you but I desire to speak to the Almighty God and to argue my case with you God. You, Friends, however, you smear me with lies and you are worthless physicians, all of you. If only you would altogether be silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Hear now my argument. Listen to the pleas of my lips. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf? Will you speak deceitfully for him? Will you show him partiality? And will you argue the case for God? Would it turn out well if he examined you? Could you deceive him as you might deceive me, a mere mortal? He would surely call you to account if you secretly showed partiality. Would not his splendour terrify you? Would not the dread of him fall on you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes, your defences are defences of clay. Keep silent and let me speak, then let, let me come, come to me what may. Why do I put myself in jeopardy and take my life in my own hands? Though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. Indeed, this will turn out for my deliverance. For no godless person would dare come before him. Listen carefully to what I say. Let my words ring in your ears. Now that I have prepared my case, I know I will be vindicated. Can anyone bring charges against me? If so... I will be silent and die. Only grant me these two things, God, and then I will not hide from you. Withdraw your hand far from me and stop frightening me with these terrors. Then summon me and I will answer. Or let me speak and you reply to me. How many wrongs and sins have I committed? Show me my offence and my sin. Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you torment a wind-blown leaf? And will you chase after dry chaff? For you write down bitter things against me, and you make make me reap the sins of my youth. You fright fasten my feet in shackles and you keep close watch on all my paths by putting marks on the soles of my feet so man wastes away like something rotten, like a garment eaten by moths. Mortals born of women are of a few days and full of trouble. They spring up like flowers and they wither away like fleeting shadows. They do not endure. Do not fix your eye on them. Will you bring them before you for judgment? Who can bring what is pure from the impure? No one. A man's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. So look away from him and let him alone, till he has put in his time like a hired labourer. At least there is hope for a tree, it is cut down, if it is cut down it will sprout again and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground and its stump die in the soil, yet at the scent of the water it will bud and put forth the shoots like a plant. But a man dies and is laid low. He breathes his last and is no more. As the water of a lake dries up or a riverbed becomes parched and dry, so he lies down and does not rise till the heavens are no more. People will not awake or be aroused from their sleep. If only you would hide me in the grave and conceal me till your anger has passed. If only you would set me a time and then remember me. If someone dies, will they live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait for my renewal to come. You will call and I will answer you. You will long for the creature your hands have made. Surely then you will count my steps, but not keep track of my sin. My offenses will be sealed up in a bag and you will cover over my sins. But as a mountain erodes and crumbles and as a rock is moved from its place, as water wears away stones, and torrents wash away the soil. So you destroy a person's hope. You overpower them once for all and they are gone. You change their countenance and send them away. If their children are honoured, they do not even know it. If their offspring are brought low, they do not see it. They feel, but the pain of their own bodies and mourn only for themselves. Chapter 15 Eliphaz. Then Eliphaz the Tamanite replied Look, Joe, would a wise person answer with empty notions or fill their belly with the hot east wind? Would they argue with useless words, with speeches that have no value? But you even undermine piety and hinder devotion to God. Your sin prompts your mouth and you adopt the tongue of the crafty. Job, your mouth condemns you, not mine. Your own lips testify against you. Are you not the first man ever born? Were you brought forth from the hills? Do you listen in on God's counsel? Do you have a monopoly on wisdom? What then do you know that we do not know? What insights do you have that we do not have? The grey-haired and the aged are on our side. Men even older than your father. Are God's consolations not enough for you? Words spoken gently to you? Why, Job, has your heart carried you away? And why do your eyes flash so that you vent with this rage against God and pour out such words from your mouth? (laughs) What are mortals that they could be pure? If those born of women, that they could be righteous. If God places no trust in his holy ones, if even the heavens are not pure in his eyes, how much less (laughs) mortals? who are vile and corrupt, who drink up evil like water. Listen to me and I'll explain to you. Let me tell you what I have seen. What the wise have declared, hiding nothing, received from their ancestors to whom alone the land was given when no foreigners moved among them. All his days... The wicked man suffers torment and the ruthless man through all the years stored up for him. Mm, terrifying sounds fill his ears when all seems well. And even marauders attack him. He despairs of escaping the realm of darkness. He is marked for the sword. He wanders about for food like a vulture. He knows the day of darkness is at hand. Only distress and anguish fill him with terror and troubles overwhelm him like a king poised to attack because he shakes his fist at God and vaunts himself against the Almighty, defiantly charging him against him with a thick strong shield. Though his face is covered with fat and his waist Vultures with flesh. He will inhabit ruined towns and houses where no one lives, houses crumbling to rubble. He will no longer be rich, and his wealth will certainly not endure, nor will his possessions spread over the land. He won't escape the darkness. A flame will wither his shoots, and the breath of God's mouth will carry him away. <laughs> Let him not deceive himself by trusting what is worthless for he will get nothing in return. Before his time he will wither, and his branches will not flourish. He will be like a vine stripped of his unripe grapes, like an olive tree spreading its blossoms. For the company of the godless will be barren, and fire will consume the tents of those who love bribes. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Yes, their wombs fashion deceit. Chapter 16 Then Job replied, I have heard many things like these. You, you are a miserable comforter, all of you. Will your long-winded speeches never end? What ails you that you keep on arguing with me? I also could speak like you if you were in my place. I could make fine speeches against you and shake my head at you. But my mouth would encourage you comfort. From my lips would bring you relief. Yet if I speak... My pain is not relieved, and if I refrain, it does not go away. Surely, God, you have sworn, you have worn me out. Yes, you have. And you have devastated my entire household. You've shriveled me up, God, and it has become a witness. My gauntlessness, it rises up and it testifies against me. God assails me and tears me in his anger and gnashes his teeth at me. My opponents fasten on me, his piercing eyes. People open their mouths to jeer at me and they strike my cheek in scorn and unite together against me. God has turned me over to the ungodly and thrown me into the clutches of the wicked. All was well with me, but he shattered me. He seized me by the neck and crushed me. He has made me his target. His archers surround me without pity. He pierces my kidneys and spills my gall on the ground again and again. He bursts upon me, rushes at me like a warrior. I've sewed sackcloth over my skin and buried my brow in the dust. My face is red with weeping, dark shadows ring my eyes. Yet my hands have been free of violence and my prayer is pure. O earth, do not cover my blood. May my cry never be laid to rest. Even now my witness is in heaven and my advocate is on high. My intercessor, is my friend, as my eyes pour out tears to God, on behalf of a man he pleads with God, as one pleads for a friend. Only a few years will pass before I take the path of no return.